are so many amazing perks of being sober. And one of my favorites is that sobriety allows us to take self-care to the next level. And it gives us such a sense of confidence. There's really nothing like feeling confident in your own skin. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, One Skin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. I've told you about how when I got sober, one of my favorite things was starting a skincare routine because that was not something I ever prioritized before. But let's be honest, knowing what the best skincare routine is can be a little overwhelming. That's why I'm excited about One Skin. There's no complicated routine, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code HAPPIEST at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code HAPPIEST. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happiest. Welcome to Happiest Sober Podcast. I'm Madeline. Thank you so much for being here. I'm back with another solo episode today, and I want to offer you kind of a new sober tool today to use that hopefully will be helpful. I was thinking about something that I've said a lot. I know other people in the sober community have said a lot, which is that like everything that I was drinking to feel like all all kind of all the reasons that I drank everything I wanted to feel when I drank is actually what sobriety has given me um so I kind of want to take this concept like this concept of you know everything alcohol promises us is what sobriety gives us and I want to like use it as a tool so something that I have said before as like sort of a piece of advice is that when you're feeling tempted to drink to instead of like focusing on all the reasons why you want to drink um, to focus instead on all the reasons why you don't want to drink because obviously there are very powerful reasons why you don't want to drink otherwise you never would have stopped Um, but I was thinking about how we could kind of use that concept and like flip this so I'm calling it a reverse why so this is how it works if you're having a moment where you are feeling really tempted to drink I want you to ask yourself why do I want to drink? Because obviously there's a reason. There's so many reasons why we might feel tempted on any given day um, to drink or why some days it feels harder not to. So to ask yourself, why Why do you, Why do I want to drink right now? What is it that I'm actually reaching for? Like obviously when we want to drink, it's because we either want to feel something that we're not feeling or we want to not feel something that we are feeling. So to ask yourself why, 
And then going off of that concept of the fact that sobriety actually gives us the things that we wanted when we drank, to then flip it and use the reason why you want to drink as the reason why you don't want to drink. So I'm going to give you a bunch of examples and this kind of is going off of something I talked about with my mom um, in uh, the episode about kind of like your inner chatterbox. Um, We did sort of a similar exercise so I'm going to give a bunch of examples here. So let's say that the reason why you want to drink is because you want to have fun. That's why you want to drink. So if we could then say, okay, this is my reason why I want to drink. Let me turn that into my reason why I don't want to drink because we know that the thing that we usually drink for is what we can actually find even more in sobriety. So I want to drink because I want to have fun. How can we now talk ourselves through having fun as a reason for why we don't want to drink? So we can now gather like all the evidence we can find for A, why drinking is not the way to find fun and then b why sobriety is the way to find fun so i could say that okay it's actually not that fun to get really really wasted like when it's like that point where you're out of control you know like obviously we all love that initial buzz but that buzz lasts for 20 minutes and then we spend the rest of the night chasing that buzz and then just get too drunk so Getting super drunk, getting wasted, falling down, throwing up, embarrassing ourselves, none of that is actually fun. That's not fun. Um, Waking up with a hangover, definitely not fun. Feeling all of the feelings of embarrassment, regrets, shame, not fun. Wasting your whole next day because you're hungover, not fun. Like if I want to have fun, why am I going to do something that's actually going to make me like feel like shit tomorrow? And like it makes me literally waste away the day. That's not fun. If I want to have a fun life, why am I going to make tomorrow a write-off? Waking up in a strange place isn't fun. Doing something I regret isn't fun. That embarrassment, not fun. So here's like so many reasons why alcohol is actually not fun. So if I want to have fun right now, this isn't actually the way to do it. And again, like maybe, of course, there is an aspect of it that's fun. That's why we all, that's why we all did it. But We're chasing something that's so fleeting and has such huge consequences. So maybe that very first part is fun, but the big picture, it's really not. And again, you're listening to this podcast obviously for a reason. So I'm guessing that alcohol is having some consequences in your life. I'm guessing it's not that fun anymore, but we're chasing, we're chasing that fleeting feeling. We're honestly like usually chasing how the early days of drinking felt like I've really noticed that anytime that I think about drinking in sort of a romanticized way and I'm missing it I'm usually actually missing like the very early days because it kind of stopped being fun towards the end so that's important to remember too so okay sobriety now sobriety as our reason for actually if we want to have fun we should stay sober so it actually is fun going out sober at least speaking from my experience. And we often don't get to learn this because we don't give ourselves a chance to, but if we can just push past those initial feelings of discomfort and FOMO that we might feel early on in the night, I usually find that those feelings of like, oh, a little bit of FOMO, a little bit of like, that looks fun, is only when other people are having their first one or two drinks. And then if once I push past that, 
I have a great time and also usually you get to witness other people get too drunk and then you're like oh I'm glad that's not me especially when they're hungover the next day so I think that it actually is really fun even to be around other people who are drinking Um, and if you don't find that fun that's okay because now that's an opportunity to actually get to discover what we do find fun and waking up hangover free is really fun having all of our time to ourselves because we're not hungover and we're not like wasting it away by getting drunk or feeling like crap that's fun sobriety gives us so much time back where we get to like discover new hobbies figure out how we actually really like enjoying our time like when I drank my whole definition of fun was drinking Like that's not actually a fun existence to have because I really just relied on alcohol to have fun and that was like my, you know, quote, activity that I did all the time. That's not actually fun. It's just that the drinking makes it feel like fun. It's not fun to sit at a bar for hours and hours on end. So you could argue that if you want to be fun, being sober is pretty cool because you're actually having genuine fun. And maybe it takes a little bit to get there, but you get to get to a place where you find fun in your life. You might find new hobbies. You might discover new ways that you love spending your time and your time is all yours. That's fun. So then you can kind of circle it back. Okay, I want to drink because I want to have fun, but when I really look at all of the information, then if if my why is wanting to have fun, then that's a why for staying sober. Okay, so let's look at another reason why you might be feeling like you want a drink. Maybe your why for wanting a drink is because you're really stressed, you had a stressful day, and you just want some relief from your stress. So let's flip it for stress relief being your reason why you want to stay sober. So we know that when we drink, we maybe hit pause on those feelings of stress, but they come back tomorrow and they are magnified. Like we know scientifically, alcohol increases our anxiety, it releases stress hormones into our body. It is the most counterproductive way to deal with stress. It completely backfires. It's this like temporary little band-aid solution that just leaves us feeling worse off tomorrow and then maybe we'll drink again because we're feeling that much worse and then it's just a cycle that continues. So it really is, like it's like that, I think it's Laura McCowan who says, Drinking alcohol is like pouring gasoline on our anxiety and it could not be more true. And then, you know what adds to stress is then waking up, maybe you're stressed and then when you're drinking, when you're in that headspace, you might then get drunk, you might take take your feelings out on someone, you might do something that you regret. That is going to add to your stress tomorrow as well. Waking up, you already were in a bad headspace, then you maybe did or said something you regret and you're already stressed about what you were drinking to forget and now you're even more stressed about what happened when you were drunk. Like none of that, none of that's giving us any release from our stress and our anxiety. And so what if we look at it this way? How about stress relief being a reason to stay sober? So I mean, everything I just said right there, the fact that we're at least not magnifying it, the fact that we have, we can have the clarity to actually kind of try to work through our stress. We can talk ourselves through it. Maybe we spend the time, okay, what are some action steps I can take tomorrow? Maybe you can make a list. Maybe you can make a list of like everything you have to do and you can put it in order of the priority and like just really break it down step by step. 
and then give yourself a freaking break like you can you can find other ways to make yourself feel a bit of relief from that stress that aren't going to backfire tomorrow you could take a walk you could go get a freaking massage you could go get your nails done and pamper yourself you could call a friend you could go out for a nice dinner you could order food and you could watch your favorite comfort show you could listen to music you could light some candles you could pour a nice alcohol-free drink like there's so much you can do to like actually properly give yourselves a break take care of yourself that doesn't include alcohol and then that's something that's actually going to leave you feeling more relaxed and refreshed after and then when you wake up the next day so this is the other thing too if you're feeling stressed because let's say you have a lot to do maybe it's a crazy week at work whatever it is and then you drink then the next day you're less equipped to be able to actually get everything done that you need to get done so if you're staying sober then you can also wake up the next day and you're in a better place where you can actually tackle your to-do list like make progress have a productive day and that's what's ultimately also gonna lead to some stress relief is being able to stay on top of things and like when you're hung over and maybe even like reeling from what happened the night before then you're not in a place where you can really do that so if I want to feel stress relief staying sober that's a why That's a why for staying sober because I want relief from my stress. Okay, so let's say now that the reason that you're feeling tempted to drink, your why for wanting a drink right now is because you're in a setting where you're afraid of judgment and you don't want to feel left out. So okay, let's flip that. I can't think of a worse time of being afraid of judgment than waking up after blacking out in front of a bunch of people and acting like an idiot. Like that's when I have felt the greatest fear of judgment really came from all of my shame about my drinking and all of my shame about how much I drank, getting too drunk, the way that I acted, the things that happened. Like if I'm really afraid of judgment, then the best thing I could do is to not drink because then I know that I'm acting in a way I can feel proud of. I'm not gonna do or say anything wildly out of character. I'm not gonna do things I regret and I can wake up the next day not feeling like other people are judging me for being a drunk mess last night, you know? Like it's funny that that fear of judgment, like really I never had a greater fear of judgment than when I was drinking too much and then feeling like, oh my God, everyone's judging me. Everyone thinks I'm a mess. Like that was really when I felt scared that people were gonna judge me. So. And then that not wanting to be left out, like left out of what exactly? Because this is the thing is that it's really easy to watch people from the outside and think that like, oh my God, they're having so much fun. I'm left out. I'm not a part of that fun anymore. But this is the thing. I've been a part of that fun, that quote unquote fun many, many, many times. And it led me to the place where I wanted to quit drinking because of how much I was freaking suffering inside from it. And a lot of people in my life had no idea I was suffering inside for it. So it's easy to watch people from the outside and think, oh, they're having so much fun, I'm left out. You don't actually know what their experience is. Maybe they're waking up tomorrow and they are freaking spiraling. Maybe they're just like a few steps behind you leading into this journey because alcohol is having the same impact on them. Like we just don't know. But we do know what our own experience was. And that experience obviously was impacting us enough that we decided to make this decision. So we do ourselves such a disservice by telling ourselves this story that we're left out because it's like you've already you've already been there. You know, you know what that's like. You know how that feels. 
And you know, if this is a group of people who are genuinely going to make a point to exclude you or leave you out because of the fact that you aren't drinking, then that's some very valuable information about their character, about the type of friends that they are, and maybe about the type of people that you want to keep in your life moving forward. And that's great to know because it just gives you the opportunity to really um, be choosy about the kind of people we're going to have and like make sure that we're keeping kind of like quality friends in our life who are going to add value and be supportive of us so if you're going to leave me out okay that's good to know I'm glad to know that because then this is probably like not a friendship I want to maintain so you know turning that fear of judgment and being left out into our reason for staying sober like if I am worried about being judged I can't think of a better course of action to take than to stay fully clear-minded to be fully present with it knowing what I'm doing and what I'm saying like that's what's going to make me feel good about who I am that's what's going to make me wake up tomorrow and be able to feel like okay I don't have to stress about anything that happened last night I don't have to feel like people are judging me and I would rather like you know being left out because you're not drinking I would rather be accepted by a group of people for like who I actually am for my authentic self rather than be in a group of people where I only fit in because I drink and because I party. Like if I'm going to be rejected from a group of people because of that, then like I don't want to be friends with those people. So it's great to know. It's never a statement about our own value. It's always a statement about the other people if they're going to behave that way. So we're never going to be the ones missing out ever in sobriety. I feel so strongly about that. Drinking is what made me miss out on my life for years and years. Sobriety is what makes me not miss out on anything because I'm fully present for every moment. So fear of judgment, not wanting to be left out, that's actually my why for staying sober because I can feel proud of who I am and I know that any connections that I have are actually authentic. And I also just can't resist adding, like, yes, we can turn that fear of judgment into a why for staying sober, but also how about using staying sober as an excuse to practice giving the middle finger to whatever anyone else thinks? Like, really, that's the goal is to not even care about whether other people are judging us or whether other people are going to leave us out. So really, staying sober is an amazing practice in letting go of what other people think. And I think that, like, That's an even better motivation and a better why to turn to if you're afraid of judgment. Like, okay, let me use this as an excuse to practice not caring what anyone else is going to think about me and my sobriety and my decision. Okay, I'm going to talk you through a couple more examples here. Let's say that your why for drinking right now is because you're really sad. Maybe you're going through a hard time in your life. Maybe you're going through a heartbreak. Like whatever the reason is, you're feeling really, really sad right now and you just like want to escape those feelings. You don't want to feel them anymore. So this really goes back to what I said about stress relief and it's totally the same thing, which is that when we drink to deal with sad feelings, we're not, they're not going away. We're just temporarily hitting pause and then tomorrow they're still going to be there All those sad feelings that we're drinking to forget are going to be there except they're going to now have the added layer of all of the suffering that drinking causes us. So maybe all that sadness is still there and then maybe now you have some anxiety, that that anxiety. Maybe you have some regrets, maybe something that happened when you were drinking. Like it is just, even though it's so hard to sit with really, really sad feelings, it's always counterproductive. It's honestly just destructive. Like if we really, really want to give ourselves an honest chance to work through our emotions and to heal from whatever we're going through, 
we need to stay sober because we need that clarity to be able to feel everything. Like we need to feel our feelings. Feeling our feelings is how we let them actually pass. Numbing them isn't numbing them isn't a way to work through them. It's just hitting pause. We need to let ourselves feel our feelings. We need the clarity to be able to think and process and reflect on whatever it is that we're going through. And again, it's coming back to that thing which I always say, which is that sobriety teaches us that we can sit with our hard feelings. We can survive them. They're not going to last forever. And then we come out so much stronger because of it. And something that I've really learned, which I talked about as well in my breakup episode, is that anytime I go through a really sad time or a really hard time in my sobriety, I notice that staying sober allows me to actually properly move on quicker and get through things quicker and like get to the other side of of this hard time more quickly because I'm I'm fully there processing it, feeling it, letting myself just go through whatever I'm going through. So if I'm feeling sad and I want to escape from my feelings, a why for staying sober is because if I want to escape from them because I don't want to feel that way anymore, Honestly, drinking to get through them is delaying your healing. It's delaying it. It's going to keep you stuck in that sad place for longer because it becomes a cycle. You're numbing and then feeling it even more and then numbing and then feeling it even more. If I don't want to feel sad anymore, the best way is to stay sober because I can actually work through it. I can heal quicker and I can move on in a more healthy way. So I don't want to be sad. I better stay sober because I'm going to freaking get through this and feel it and process it and move on and be in such a better, healthier mental place because of that. Okay, I'm going to give one more example. Let's say that your reason for wanting to drink is because it makes you feel more confident. It makes you feel like more comfortable in your own skin. You're going somewhere. You're nervous. You feel insecure and drinking just gives you that confidence. So let's let's flip it. If we want confidence, then that is a reason to stay sober. So I know, and again, this is going to kind of come back to what I said about being afraid of judgment. Like I did not feel confident in myself when I would wake up the next day after drinking with people. It made me feel so insecure knowing that like I didn't have a filter while I was talking and maybe I said cringy things and like all of that it made me feel so insecure about who I was as a person and every mistake I ever made like waking up and just knowing that I was acting and behaving in ways that like I wouldn't sober really affected my actual like self-esteem and how I felt about myself like it completely tore down my confidence like drinking to feel confident in ourselves that's not actually real confidence all it's doing is the alcohol is kind of quieting that voice of insecurity so it's making us feel looser and we're just like not aware of our insecurity but it's still there because we're not having like the presence to actually work through it so getting sober and let me just say right off the bat nothing in my entire life has made me feel more confident in myself than getting sober has Like in my two plus years of sobriety, I have become so much more confident. I know it's because I'm not drinking anymore because this is the thing is that when you then remove alcohol, you're not using alcohol anymore to quiet that voice of insecurity, to feel comfortable in your own skin. Now it's actually like you start the work of becoming authentically confident 
and who you are. So every time we go to an event and we're not drinking anymore to feel comfortable, we're, we have to then feel all of those feelings, maybe like all of those insecurities come up. But now rather than drinking to quiet them, we get to actually feel them. We get to work through them and then we get to feel accomplished at the end of it and feel proud of ourselves and feel proud of how we behaved and like that then feeds into our confidence. So it's the fact that we now get to actually address it. Like we're not numbing it anymore. So now we're going to actually address all the things that are making us not feel confident without a drink. And then that with practice, then we start actually really working through it. And that voice of insecurity gets quieter. And then now you're also behaving in ways that are actually like in alignment with the person that you want to be and with like how you actually want to present yourself to the world because how I acted when I was drunk is not how I wanted to present myself to the world that was not like a version of myself that I felt good about after so now you get to you get to kind of actually be that person because you're fully with it you're not doing things that you regret anymore you're not acting out of character that makes you more confident and then the sense of pride and then it's just like Being able to do something that you once didn't think you could do is very empowering and that makes you more confident. Like even even if you go to something and you feel so uncomfortable and so insecure the whole time and you're just like, I don't even know what to do with myself right now because I'm so not used to being in this sort of environment without like the social lubricant of alcohol, then you get to feel accomplished after that. It's like, yeah, even if it was really freaking hard, I still did it and I still survived it and like look at me go and that also builds up your confidence because it's that feeling of accomplishment. So we can say that If I really, really want to be a confident person, that's the reason why I want to drink right now is to feel confident, then like nothing could be better than staying sober. So if I want confidence, that's a why for staying sober. So I'm going to leave it at that. I hope that this was a helpful little kind of reframe for you and maybe a tool to use moving forward. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast so far. It really, really helps. And a reminder that I have started a weekly newsletter. So subscribe. Um, on my website happyissober.com if you'd like weekly sober inspo straight to your inbox I absolutely love sitting down to write my weekly newsletter it's something that has been making me really happy lately so make sure that you're not missing out on that follow me on instagram at happyissober and at happyissober podcast and if you enjoyed this episode then share it with a friend or share it on social media thank you so much I hope you all have an amazing week I will chat with you next week remember that life is happiest when you're sober bye Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope 
listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.